With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. David, welcome to the Hockey News. I really appreciate you carving out some time to talk to uh, talk to us. And, uh, you know, we've got a couple million readers a month that go to our website, uh, read our magazines. And um, these are not the average fans. These are the die-hard, know-everything expert fans that want to know everything about everybody. So uh, welcome to the Hockey News. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, uh, David, uh, we, we, you and I would go way back to 2004 when we first met. Uh, you were brought in to uh, um, uh, work on um, a, a new arena. Uh, I'd like you to talk about that and, you know, where, where you were before that, how you got the gig, how you were brought in. And um, um, we can talk a little bit after that about uh, me and my company in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, uh, going into your offices and pitching you on uh, selling you some dasher boards. But for now, let's let's talk about where you where you were before you arrived at the in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, it's it, it's a circuitous route that brought me to Pittsburgh. And uh, in 2004, in November, I had just lost lost the presidential election. Not myself. I didn't run for president, but I was. Uh, traveling chief, chief of staff for John Kerry. Uh, and so after the campaign in December, Ron Burkle called me and asked me to come to Los Angeles. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. Uh, I knew I wanted to get out of politics and, and out of Washington, which was a, actually a good premonition at the time. Uh, so Ron asked me, he said, you're from Pittsburgh, right? I said, yeah. I said, can you go out to Pittsburgh, work with the Penguins, try to find out politically why they haven't been able to get an arena deal done and try to put a strategy together to get an arena deal? And I said, sure, it's a good opportunity for my, I had an 18-month-old son who's now 16, uh, for him to get to, to know his, his late grandmother, which he did for the uh, first eight or 10 years of his life. Uh, and, you know, I'll be here temporarily. I told my wife to talk her into coming to Pittsburgh that we'd be here for a year at the most. <laughs> so so we came in, uh, you know, immediately kind of did a political analysis of the appetite for public funding for a new arena, found it was little because of the, the recent stadiums that just had been built in Pittsburgh. So we actually took a unique approach. We part gaming was just coming online in Pennsylvania. So we partnered with a gaming company who as part of their application uh, program, they committed to paying for a, a new arena for free and some, some community development stuff around the arena. So we had kind of, kind of boxed in the other two applicants, uh, and the governor then, uh, at the last minute 
had a meeting, there were three applicants and said, all of you have to agree to pay for a portion of the arena. So long story short, we got an arena deal done. Uh, I was gonna move out to California and work with Mr. Burkle on private equity. And Mario asked me to stay on and be president. So, you know, in the year and a half, two years that we were in the arena uh, strategy, fight and then negotiation, you know, I kind of took an interest to the business side of the hockey operations and but was surprised that Mario wanted me to stay on and be president. So so I'd never run a hockey team before. Uh, and actually looking back and at the time, I actually think uh, that I came to the job without any experience. And I actually think that was a strength because I knew what I didn't know. I hired or had good people around me to advise me who did know what I didn't know. And we tried things that were different at the time and that a lot of teams weren't doing. And so, you know, some, some teams will hire McKinsey and they'll come, come up with innovative ideas. We came up with innovative ideas because of my ignorance. So it was, it was the perfect match. So uh, we did things like, uh, we had our players to deliver season tickets, which we just did a couple of days ago. Actually, yesterday, I think. Uh, players deliver season tickets to season ticket holders. Houses, obviously, we have 15,000 season ticket holders and only 20-some players, so we don't deliver them to everyone's house. But the way our communications department handles it is they send a camera with one of our players and you know, there are people in the market that think that every season ticket holder has a player delivered their tickets in our and to their house. I think this is the twelfth year we've done it. That was one of the first things we did. Uh, we also, uh, you know, I, I I tapped into the talent that we had here. Now, backing up, we also had the great scouting of being able to find this diamond in the rough, Sidney Crosby. Obviously, I'm joking. We, we, had the, we, had, we, had, we had the good fortune of winning a lottery. Mm -hmm. So w what I knew was research-based strategy. What I also knew was we, we were getting this generational player, and we were last in the league in everything. We were last in standings. We were last in all the business met metrics. We were last in ticket sales. Uh, attendance, uh, TV ratings, every every measure you could think of, we were last in. And so I thought, we're going to have some people interested in us, some for the first time, so how do we capture them? So the first thing we did was we, we put together a branding strategy, and we designed it to broaden and deepen the brand in the region. And so what we wanted to do was, while some people were going to turn their head towards us for the first time, we wanted to capture them. So Pittsburgh's a great sports town. It's known as a football town and always will be. But we wanted to build it into also a hockey town. And that was our strategy. And, you know, by 2008, uh, 2007, we made the playoffs. In 2008, at the All-Star break, I remember we had a meeting and I was the president and Ken Sawyer was the CEO. Ray Shiro is the GM, and we met with Ron Barco and Mary Lemieux, and I presented 
where we were budget-wise, and we were five or six million over projected budget. And Ron Burkle asked the question, uh, should we, you know, go into the trade market? And uh, I remember Ken answered, you know, we have a five-year plan. We're not planning on going to the cap until uh, we get into the new arena. We by then we had a new arena deal on the table. So. Uh, Ron Burgle said, no, the question is, do we have a shot? And he asked Ray, and Ray said, yeah, we have a shot. And he said, well, it's not often you get to answer that question yes. So I think, you know, you you should go in. Do you have someone in mind that you'd like to go after? And Ray said, yeah. And Mario said, yeah. And uh, so that was kind of the pivotal moment where, it, it set the direction for the team when we went after Marion Hosa and Pascal Dupuy uh, and made it to the to the finals. Now, when Mario and Ron made that decision, if we hadn't made the playoffs and we had a tough year the beginning of that year and went through a coaching change, uh, if we hadn't made the playoffs, we would have uh, had a capital call. It they would have had a take money out of their pocket. But uh, I think Ron Burkle's business acumen, along with Mario's hockey knowledge, it's, it's the best example of how they came together. And so we, we then kind of, they set the precedent that, you know, we, we, if we could answer that question, yes, we were going to do everything we could to win, to win a Stanley Cup. And since that time, they have never said no to anything me or anyone in the hockey side have ever asked for that would make the team better, including uh, building a $72 million practice rank north of the city that's also a sports medicine facility. It's the best of its kind in the NHL. Our players actually can go through the locker room to the MRI room uh, right at our practice facility. Uh, we also, uh, use that to to build the youth hockey base in Pittsburgh. We started programs, uh, as you know, as we talked way back in, in 2005, 2006. Uh, we started programs, learn to play programs. The first program we did, Sidney Crosby came to us and said, you know, I want to make hockey more affordable for kids that can't afford it. So we went to Dick Sporting Goods and Reebok at the time and said, would you partner with the Penguins and Sidney Crosby in providing free hockey equipment for kids five to seven years old? And they said yes. And that first year, we gave 600 sets of free equipment out. The next year, we gave 1,000. Last year, we gave 2,000. So every year since then, it's averaged 1,000 sets of free equipment to five to seven-year-olds. And we funnel them into the Learn to Play programs in their area. So we look at zip code, and we you know, they go to their local rink and they sign up for the learn to play, but at least they have equipment and they used to go to Dick's sporting goods. I think they still go to Dick's to pick up their equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they, they, they then become a Sidney Crosby's little penguin. Uh, and then I brought Rich Hickson in from who was running our Wilkes-Barre team and told him to build a hockey pyramid that was designed to grow hockey in Western Pennsylvania. And he did. And 10 years later, uh, you know, we, we've, doubled or tripled the amount of kids playing hockey in the region. And we've, uh, you know, we've 
increase the talent level to a point where last year we had two national champions uh, in uh, USA Tier 1 hockey, uh, 14 U girls won a national championship and the 16 U boys. Uh, a couple of years prior to than, than that, the 18 U boys won the national championship. So we've been developing hockey players, growing the game. We have a school program where we, we actually are in most of the elementary schools in the whole region. We partnered with another one of our corporate partners, FedEx, the first year and a couple, couple years after. And we provide free gym hockey equipment. And we gave them a, a guide as to how to, to the physical phys fitness benefits of playing hockey in gym class with plastic sticks, plastic balls, and plastic nets, uh, and also how to teach it. So we we virtually put sticks in every kid in Western Pennsylvania's hands, which I think well, is you know, our best. Well, I'll tell you, you know, going back to t 2004, I remember uh, my the employees for my company, Burley's in uh, Johnstown, were really excited about the new arena coming and what that meant and uh, what you were building. And, you know, let's let's face it. I mean, uh, if, if every city could have a, a Burkle and a Lemieux and a Crosby connection uh, starting out, um, you know, you're just way ahead of the game um, because of the, you know, the quality of those three from a, from a business person to a hockey icon in uh, Lemieux. And of course with Sid, who is still, you know, writing, you know, writing history every time he gets out on the ice. So, you know, we were excited. I, I remember having an employee meeting and they were all excited. And I remember, go, you know, everybody excited about the possibility of going down there and being a part of the new arena and and bidding on that project and 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 then switching over to Bauer for a second in 2008 um I had Bauer I re, I asked Bauer to uh, go to Pittsburgh go to the Penguins and pitch a deal for equipment and um but of course it made all the sense in the world that uh, CCM would you know <laughs> uh, slide in there uh because of the relationship with Sid of course uh, Sid being a CCM uh, endorsed player, so it was sort of difficult for for Bauer to sort of get into Pittsburgh market. But I can I can tell you from the boardroom of Bauer, the Pittsburgh market was really a place where we wanted to be in a big way, and um, that's why if you remember when we talked about it back in 08 or I think it was 08 or 09, we we wanted to uh, be uh, uh, a partner with the Penguins in in some capacity to get get the kids. Uh, in Bauer gear, but, um, uh, you know, obviously it made more sense for it to be CCM because of the relationship. But when the CCM, I'll just tell you a little bit quickly here, David, when the CCM uh, contract with um, um, Sid came due, I'll tell you, we met with Pepe Sola, Sid's agent, to see if there was any way we can get uh, Sydney back into Bauer because he was a Bauer guy uh, when he was uh, uh, before he was drafted, and um, we really wanted him back in Bauer. But we, um, but CCM wanted him a lot more financially. Let's put it that way. Well, Sid, Sid also like he doesn't he doesn't like to change change things up too much. So uh, I, I bet you that had something to do with his, with his decision. But but I remember you coming in when you were with Bauer and offering the same type of support and we you know that program that we started back then uh we actually presented to the nhl a uh, couple years ago and ed snyder uh 
who was at that time on the executive committee and still running the, the flyers, presented uh, the Snyder Foundation. Anaheim presented some school programs they did, some things they did in the Science Museum in Anaheim, and we presented our Learn to Play program. And when the Industry Growth Fund became available, uh, that was one of the first programs they adopted. They actually adopted one of Anaheim's programs for in the classroom. Uh, they 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 followed Philly's model on inner city hockey, and then they expanded this learn to play program uh, to any team in the NHL that wants to apply. They have an NHLPA person in that region that kind of makes sure that the the programs are being run uh effectively and and so they staff it too so so the nhl is committed to the program but w we saw the value in it right away uh we doubled our fan base in two years hmm. uh and and you know think about it if you for every kid you get to play hockey who wasn't going to play you get their parents you get their siblings you get their grandparents sure uh and so we we saw you know the parallel as we were growing youth hockey, now we understand we also had Mary Lemieux and Ron Burkle as owners and Sidney Crosby as a, as a crowd draw, but we built around it. And our focus was to take advantage of that exposure and to build Pittsburgh into a hockey town. Well, you had the yeah, you had the foundation there, but what you did was you built upon the foundation. And uh, like I said, you know, Bauer recognized uh, not only the market, uh, but recognized the leadership that uh, you and your team had in place there uh, from a business point of view and that um, you were going to execute on on the business goals that were were um, you know given to you um, by the ownership and so we we immediately wanted to be in that market and um, and and support it because of we we sort of saw the few or I I, I want to be I'm kind of biased here because I was you know about an hour and a half you know, east of Pittsburgh. So I kind of knew the market, but, um, you know, you guys, you and your team executed very well on it. And so here we are today, you sort of have the model, um, that other teams are following. Do you find that the, the Seattle's and the Vegas and the, the, the markets that are non-traditional hockey markets are sort of looking and seeing what you did and sort of trying to replicate it? I think I think actually we're actually learning from them also, but but I think I think the league has gotten more collaborative on the business side. I mean, uh, it's good for all of us when we all do well uh, financially. Uh, so I think you know, I I think we all I, I definitely have our executives go to different markets on team plane see what different teams are doing. We go to different leagues and see what different leagues are doing. Uh, I think what Vegas did was tremendous. Uh, it's going to be hard to replicate. Uh, I'd hate to be Tim Liewicki in, in, in Seattle, hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think, I think, I think that's a good market also. Uh, but what we, what we were able to do is, I, I mean, remember the Penguins didn't just start when we won the lottery for Crosby. We had Mario, Yager, Coffee, Francis, won cups in 91 and 92, but but we still hadn't sold out an entire season. So we knew that when, when, we, when we won the lottery to draft Sydney and we had 
Flurry and we had Malkin, we had Latang and Stahl, that we 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 couldn't just let that happen and it was going to sell itself. We actually worked harder uh, to make sure we were uh, exposing the market to hockey at a high level. And you know, it doesn't hurt that you know you have an ownership group whose first, second, and third priority is to win the Stanley Cup, uh, and who gives us all the resources we need to try to do that. Uh, but you know, we we didn't sell out a full season until 2007-8 was the first time we sold out a season and we've sold out every season since. Uh, now that's a, that's a tribute to the marketing team here, the, the hockey ops team, the teams we've had on the ice, the players, our business, uh, the business side of the operation. But, you know, my my original charge was not to just you know run a hockey team it was to try to build the best organization in sports our vision actually states to be the best organization in sports respected for our culture of excellence on and off the ice our mission is to win the stanley cup inspire our fans positively impact the community and and advance the game of hockey so that's our dna and and we've lived up to that DNA by you know winning three more cups uh, since 2007-8, and you know in 10 years we were, we were in the conference finals five times, uh, Stanley Cup finals four times, and won three Stanley Cups. So uh, that takes a lot of people and a lot of talent both on and off the ice. And I just happen to be uh, part of it and lucky enough to be in the middle of it. Uh, so I think, you know, the, the, the ownership, it starts with ownership and, and having, you know, the, the, the business operations team we have, but also, you know, think, look, look at our, look at the people we've had on our hockey operations side when Ray Shiro was here, and the great coaches that have come through Wilkes-Barre that have been coaching throughout the league. Uh, we've developed coaches. We've developed general managers. Uh, you know, Jim Rutherford's like he's, he's a Hall of Famer. There's in my in my mind, there's no one better. Uh, and and he, he was able to come in and 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 you know take a, a talented group of hockey players and and turn them along with Mike Sullivan, turn them into a team uh, to win two consecutive cups, uh, which is very hard to do in a salary cap system. Uh, so I think, you know, it started way back when you and I met Graham and we built this hockey pyramid that was designed. We actually had a, a, a marketing strategy before we had a business strategy because what we wanted to do was we knew we had to work fast because we won a lottery and Sidney Crosby was coming. We wanted to capture that as quickly as we could. So we became successful on the business side through marketing, and then we we just basically took what was happening on the business side and uh, institutionalized it uh, and made it made it our business strategy. We were already doing what became our business strategy, uh, and so I think innovation was a big part of it. Uh, having big screen, you know, in in 08, we had a big screen in front of the Mellon Arena. 
and we had 20,000 people show up outside. I remember uh, NBC not wanting us to do it. It was, you know, taken away from television ratings. The league was hot and cold on it. They, they told us to take it down. Now it's, it's part of every Stanley Cup final. Uh, and that came out of, you know, our, our marketing vice president, James Santilli, one day watched, there was a fishing contest in Pittsburgh, of all things, <laughs> and, it, and and they had it, the weighing of the fish inside the Mellon Arena, and James saw people outside watching a big screen watching them weigh fish. And he said, <laughs> I bet I bet this could work for us. So, so we we invested in it, and you know it's become part of our playoff tradition here in Pittsburgh. And well, uh, well I'm I mean, one of the I'm, I'm I'm an old guy, and I I you know I've I'm I've been to the igloo. I'm one of the People that remember the Igloo um, went to many games there, um, I'm, and I know you did as well. Um, in today's world, you know, in, your, in the business world uh, of these franchises, your franchises, others, you, you know, the Mellon Arena, you're talking about the Mellon Arena. It, it, how important is it to have the venue right? I mean, it, it's, 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 it's the of the utmost importance. I mean, you have to be able to – in the NHL – a lot of our revenue is from ticket sales. We don't have the, the same TV contracts that the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball have. So we we have to be able to draw revenue from our arenas. Uh, so that, at Mellon Arena, we just weren't – there was nothing we were going to be able to do there. And no one loved it more than me. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I, I, I went to my first concert. I went to my first hockey game in 67. I saw the, the Pittsburgh Pipers when they were there, the ABA team. Uh, so, you know, I had mixed emotions about tearing it down, but we knew that we could not survive without two things. And it was during that CBA negotiation, cost certainty and a new building that could big, bring in uh, new revenues so that we as a mid-market, small-market team could compete with the big markets. And there's no – I mean, I don't think there's a league in the world that has better parity than the NHL. Hmm. There there are no easy games in an NHL season. You can't look at your schedule and say, well, we could take a break here. Uh, I think what Commissioner Bettman has done with the salary cap uh, is leveled the playing field for uh, – small market teams to big market teams. And I think it's benefited the hockey community. It's created places like Las Vegas that are hockey crazy. Nashville's hockey crazy. Pittsburgh is, 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 a, is a hockey town. Uh, and the, the U.S. is producing players from places that we never even thought possible, you know, 10, 20 years ago. So, uh, I think we're, we're, we still have room to grow. I think we still have some things we can accomplish. But I think the new arena and new arenas around the league are paramount in kind of that growth. And I think uh, I think hockey, the speed of the game, I think it's the best game in the world. And it, all the research we, we were doing back then and we're continuing to do with now with millennials and, and Z generation, uh, the speed of the game is something that grabs them. Uh, they need the speed. They can't sit and watch things that are slow. 
I try to watch old movies with my 16 year old that you know show him the the Godfather or something. He's he's waiting for something to happen. He like they're 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 just they're 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 wired differently than we were, and we yep. as an organization are looking at that, and we're actually in the process of reevaluating how we're structured. We have a outside consultant looking at how we're structured. We know we're built to sell to uh, baby boomers and X generation. We now we're moving into a different uh, marketplace. So we want to make sure that we're positioned in a place where we're, we're focused on the right things for that new marketplace. For this so new Dave, coming up. Yeah, you're talking about the future, and that that's great because I, I sort of want to end on the future. You know, you've been, you know, you're probably one, if not the top, you know, the top two, three, four, five, six top uh, CEOs of an NHL team over the past decade. I mean, it's hard to really, it's hard to think about somebody who's had more success than you over the last decade, um, not just on the ice but off the ice. Um, and I know it's a team effort. I mean, you're you're the first guy. I've known you for a long time. You're the first guy to um, pass off, um, you know, compliments to your your teammates and everybody around you and your team. And that's just the the guy you are. But it takes leadership to win anything, whether uh, the Stanley Cup or or business. I mean, if you look at Mario, you know, I watched Mario as the captain of the Penguins, and he won cups. And I've watched Sid as a captain, win cups. And it, so it takes leadership, uh, but it takes a team as well. You've been there for now t uh, 12 years. Uh, the future, there's all kinds of changes coming. So, you know, in the final couple of minutes here, wh what's, what's, uh, what are your goals, uh, your, you know, for, for you for the next, you know, two, three, four, five years, what do you, what's the, what's on the horizon for Dave Morehouse? Well, there, there's, there's two teams that won three cups and one team that won two in the last 12 years. Uh, so what we want to do is is try to be the first team to not rebuild, but basically retool around uh, the stars that we have and, 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 and win another cup. I mean, that's a challenge, and that's going to keep me here. Uh, so as long as Ron and Mario are here, uh, I couldn't ask for a better working environment. And, and as, as long as Jim Rutherford, he, he's, he's moving in the opposite direction age-wise, age he gets younger every year instead of older. Uh, as long as he's running the hockey side of things, I, I'm sticking around. I think we have a, a great organization. I couldn't ask for a better organization from top to bottom. And, uh, you know, our goal's the same. Our mission's the same. Uh our goal is to win a Stanley Cup, and, and, and that becomes harder once you've been there a few times. We know how hard it is to go through the, the playoffs. It's, it's the hardest trophy to win in sports. So uh, we're going we're gonna to try to win, win another cup, uh, maybe, maybe even two. So who knows? But my, my, my immediate plans are to stay here and also continue to build hockey in western Pennsylvania. We started a uh, – Academy, where we have 60 kids. We partnered with a high school that's a mile away from our practice rink. Uh, they have some of the mo most advanced training in the in the world. Uh, these kids, you know, we we have systems where when they work out on a machine, it it records who they are. We're correlating that with on ice testing to see if 
if it's having any impact at all. We don't know whether, you know, some of the, these workouts we're doing, jumping on Russian boxes or whatever it is, we, we have no quantitative data to see if it actually improves any part of the game. We have qualitative data and we have people who see it, but we're working with the University of Pittsburgh and UPMC and we're doing research as we have this academy from kids five to 18 years old that we will use with our NHL players. Uh, you know, we have Andy O'Brien's our trainer. He's one of the uh, more advanced trainers in sports, always looking at new ways to improve. So there's a lot of challenges and there's, a, there's enough to keep me here. And uh, that we have a 28 acre plot of land across the street that we're developing that's going to revitalize an entire neighborhood and transform the city. So it's it's uh, I feel very uh, honored to be here. I mean, to have the bosses that I have and to be have the opportunity that I have to continue to do what we, what we do. I mean, you know, I run a hockey team. What could be more fun? <laughs> well, listen, uh, I agree with you, um, <laughs> but I do I do I do have to. Uh, my last question is you, you started off by telling us that um, in 2003 or four. Uh, you told Vanessa, your wife, that uh, you're going back. Let's go to Pittsburgh for a year. Um, how is Vanessa feeling um, now after 12 years in, in Pittsburgh? How's the family uh, uh, enjoying the ride? Well, well, she, she she's actually she's a Midwestern girl. She she grew up in Minneapolis. Actually, she she grew up in International Falls. We have a cabin right next to Voyager National Park on Rainy Lake on the Canadian border. So that, that for, for now, that's been enough to, to keep us here. So we spend our summers up there. She spends the whole summer up there. Uh, and uh, the kids love it. Uh, my son's a hockey player. Uh, he loves playing hockey. He wouldn't, he, he wouldn't go anywhere else. And I have three, three daughters uh, who also, you know, love coming to Penguin Games and love Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a really great city. And we're on the front end of what's, you know, going to be – a transformation in technology, robotics. A lot of the tech companies are locating here around the university, so it's a fun place to be right now. And it's it's kind of it, it, it used to be an industrial city. It still has some some industry and manufacturing, but it hasn't yet defined itself. And it's exciting to be here while that transformation takes place. Well, David, thanks for your time. Uh, this has been great. But you know, um, like like we've talked about a couple times here, it's it's been uh, great knowing you all these years, and um, obviously I'm a big fan of yours, not not only on a personal level, but on a professional level. Uh, you've had tremendous success, and uh, uh, I'm certainly rooting for more of your success. And um, again, thanks for doing this, and um, uh, we'll 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 see you uh, we'll see you uh, at the rink. All right, Graham. Look forward to seeing you. Come come as soon as you can, because I have some other ideas for you. <laughs> 